let's not forget the uh, the floors below our office too. Manhattan <laughs> oh, I'm Mall sorry. Also. I'm sorry. <laughs> the classic place that everybody gets their off-brand shoes and clubwear in the Manhattan Mall. New York City's finest retail destination. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and happy holidays. Welcome to Trends You Will Love, a Floor 9 holiday special. Adam, can you believe the end of 2020 is almost already here? Yeah, just uh, just started snowing right before we started recording, so it feels like the holidays. Right. And I have heard a rumor that 2021 is going to be better than 2020. So uh, I'm, <laughs> well, I'm ready for it. let's hope so. I think the snow is a good omen. Um, but you know, we have some holiday trees, we have some snow, and it's, it's only uh, appropriate that we're here doing a holiday special. Um, so with that, this being our holiday special, and it's the, actually our last episode of the year, we decided to get the entire lab team together for a virtual gift exchange. Uh, but it's not your ordinary gift exchange. We'll be exchanging trends uh, because we are the IPG Media Lab. We're going to stay on brand with the things that we love, media, technology, uh, and, and trends. Uh, so here's how this episode is going to work. All the lab team members have picked out their virtual gifts, and myself and Adam will be unwrapping these gifts live on the show. We're going to guess, one, who the gift is from, two, what trend or episode that gift alludes to, and then once we have locked in our decision, uh, our MC of the night, Ryan Miller, will actually introduce that lab member to the show uh, so we can discuss with them uh, the gift, the trend, uh, and kind of catch up as we end the holidays. So let's get this virtual holiday party rolling, uh, and I want to start with introducing our master of ceremonies, Ryan Miller. So Ryan, welcome back to Floor 9. Thanks for having me, Scott. Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, we're super excited. As our master of ceremonies for this episode, how about you uh, toss us the first gift to look into? All right. So I've sent the first gift to you, your way. And uh, as you guys are unpacking it, let me go ahead and describe it for our very faithful listeners. <laughs> it is the Milton Bradley Electronic Mall Madness game circa 1990. Not, not definitely professionally dated, but... It's uh, currently going for $229. It is indeed a collector's item. And guess what? It even has real credit card swiping functionality. So it's something that you're going to want to get your hands on this holiday season. Wow. Wow. Um, well, I'm going to go with, I look at this one, the branding's fantastic. It's very 80s, very retro. Um, Adam, I, I have a feeling this has to do something with the collapse of retail uh, and or e-commerce. I'm just getting this vibe. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I, I could we could go with, um, you know, the death of the mall, obviously, RIP yep. malls. Uh, also, also because of the credit cards, uh, I'm thinking about contactless payments. But Ooh. this is credit cards are uh, uh, going to soon be as retro as this uh, 80s branding. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's lock in our our episode here. I think I might be going with. Oh man, we have a lot of good ones that that this could relate to. Um, man, some of future social commerce. You know that that could relate to it. Contactless payments. Contactless payments. All right, all right. So I think those are those are two good episodes, or For, even well, our our holiday shopping episode. Uh, maybe, maybe. All right. Breaking I'm windows gonna... and selling online. Yeah. We're going to need some best and finals from you gentlemen. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with episode 88, uh, which was the 2020 holiday shopping trends. 
featuring Victoria Sakel from the Morning Consult. I'm going to go with the lab member of Chad Stoller and the overall trend being um, the death of retail. And Adam? I'm going to go with uh, episode 65, uh, Breaking Windows and Selling Online with Amy Huft uh, from Shopify (laughs) and also Chad. (laughs) Well... After round one, we have uh, two incorrect guesses on both <laughs> ends. This is actually episode number 72, The Future of Social Commerce, featuring Kelsey Hunter. Oh, I knew it. CEO of Paloma. <laughs> and believe it or not, the lab member is not Chad Stoller, but your very own Josh Malaloo. Yeah. Wow. wow. I tell you what, I broke wow. my own rule this year. I came on the podcast a second time, doubling my participation from last year. And uh, let, me tell you a little, let me tell you a little something about mall madness, okay? This was a staple in the Malaloo household growing up, uh, maybe because I had older siblings. But uh, I, I picked this, and, and to me, it was about the future of social commerce in part because malls used to be the central place where you would go with your friends and you would get their input with them next to you while you're in the changing room saying, yes, this is good, this looks great, or put this back. Um, But now we've moved on to a a commerce platform like Instagram. We're actually adding something to a cart and purchasing. And so to me, I thought it was very indicative of, uh, you know, the the future of social commerce moving away from uh, the malls and moving into touching screens and transacting very quickly. And in fact, I think I have bought more things off of Instagram ads this year than I have in my entire life. And not even this year, just in, since we've been quarantined. And if, for whatever reason, I feel like every ad, uh, it just looks so good and is uh, so easy. I think that's the thing. It's like you're more inclined to buy things because the, it's just so simple. Josh, what a fantastic gift. I have to say, you you set the bar very high for the rest of the lab team uh, when it comes to uh, th- this virtual gift exchange. Consider this the gift that keeps on giving, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was on that episode also where we discussed one feature that we don't really have uh, that didn't really make it to e-commerce and to modern social platforms is that idea of, of co-shopping or like, yeah. you know, shopping with your friends on Instagram. That seems like an obvious thing that I think we talked about in that episode about how uh, that's sort of the, the next obvious step, uh, recreating that full mall experience minus the credit card swipe. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have co-viewing. That is really now. Next up, we'll have co-shopping uh, across some of these platforms. So, um, Josh, thank you. Uh, great, great gift. Uh, Ryan, what's next for us here? All right, moving wrong, right along. Uh, the next one just got finished with the bow on top and is coming your way. And for our listeners, it is the <laughs> E-Kids Trolls World Tour sing-along boombox with microphone, built-in music, flashing lights, real working mic, and kids' karaoke machine. And guess what? It connects to your MP3 player in the AUX jack. Wow. Um, this is amazing. This is really, yeah. I mean, the branding of all these is, is, is really just fantastic. Um, I think this is going to be reflective of TikTok in some way, shape, or form. Uh, just given the fact that we've seen so much, not necessarily singing, but dancing, um, and a boombox makes you dance. So I feel like it's going to be reflective of that trend. Um, I mean, Adam, what are you thinking? I, I think that uh, the the boombox itself is incidental and that the message here was Trolls World Tour, which was mm. the first uh, major film Ooh. to break the theatrical window at the beginning of quarantine. Um, so I think that the trend here is around the, the theatrical window breaking down. Oh, oh, mm. 
I might agree with you on that one. That's a way better insight than what I had. I was thinking unpacking the TikTok drama, but as you defined, I believe in episode 79, the streaming wars, 2020, our careers will forever be defined by the trolls world tour, uh, <laughs> uh, event, you know, being the first digital release. All right. Shall we do guesses here? I'm going to go with the trend of the theatrical window collapsing. I'm going with episode 79, the streaming wars, 2020, and I think this one's going to be from Richard. Richard's a big fan of movies, so I'm going with him. All right. And Adam, how about yourself? Uh, hold on. I'm still looking through episodes. There's a lot of episodes here. We did so we did 40 <laughs> episodes this year. Um, and it is an award-winning podcast. I guess we didn't talk about the theatrical. Oh, I guess that, that was that same episode that I just right. quoted. was yeah. episode 65. That's what the Breaking Windows was about. All right. I'm sticking with episode 65 until it's correct. <laughs> um, and, and what lab member? I, and I am saying Richard as well. <laughs> and what trend? Uh, the Breaking of the Theatrical Windows. All right. So both of you guys nailed the trend. So congratulations on your first successful response. Oh, the lab rep member, <laughs> however, is not Richard. It is indeed oh. Chad Stoller. Wow. wow. And this is where Adam actually pulls ahead on the scoreboard that doesn't actually exist. Because he nailed <laughs> the episode this time. And Scott, you were slightly askew. Chad, welcome back to Floor 9. What an excellent gift. What was the inspiration behind that one? Where'd you find it? Well, before before I get into the inspiration, I like the idea that you guys all thought it was Richard because, like <laughs> me, you know, I tried to run a little ruse here, and uh, we all know Richard loves the trolls. Richard will break down the trolls movies by voice acting, direction, <laughs> maybe even discuss a little bit about ray tracing and the rendering or whatnot. So. Um, it's good to do that. At the same time, Ryan, I'm a little disappointed because, you know, the kids call it the ox jack. I don't know about <laughs> you, but the kids are like, hey, can I ox in here? And, you know, that's what they do when they're referring to if the car has the auxiliary port. I actually picked this one mostly because of the fact that, like, everything that we've talked about has just been about how COVID was a mass accelerator. You know, I think, I think it's also very topical because of what happened uh, with Warner Brothers last week as well, which is just about the fact that it's like, finally, we're breaking. Finally, we're looking at hybrid models. The studios are now looking at their content, and they're basically saying, we're not going to make money in the three classic ways anymore. So now we have to diversify and we may not make a hundred percent of the money in each three of those channels, but maybe now we can have six channels and make 80% of the revenue. And maybe by doing that, we're going to open up more channels the same way the music industry, the music industry was very selfish. The music yep. industry broke down. And then when it reassembled, the music industry is now valued once again. So I think the same thing is going to happen for the studios. And so um, I look at this and I also look at a lot of other trends. I had another one, which I thought was a little too abstract, which was just <laughs> about um, you know how necessity outweighed choice during COVID. But uh, I figured I'd beat you guys up too much about that already during the summer. But I also wanted to just take this moment just to congratulate you guys on the Podi, the podcast. Oh, of thank the you. And for all of the work that goes into the podcast with all the hours, I know that it's like truly like an iceberg. You know, everybody looks at the 42 minutes or the 32 minutes as to what the episode length is, but we know how much time really goes into the work for all of, all of it that everybody does, but especially you, Adam and Richard with, uh, with everything that you do. So uh, thanks. Thanks again for, for doing all of this and also providing our clients with all this great thinking and uh, 2021. We're certainly looking for, we're looking for better things from everybody. And that's going to include you guys too. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fantastic. Well, uh, Chad, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate all the kind words uh, and the support uh, over the past eight months here. So just check on the batteries. Ryan, check to make sure batteries are included in that because I'd hate for Scott to be disappointed on Christmas Day. <laughs> I would be. Unf- unfortunately, batteries are not included. Okay, so, oh. Well, I know a team that we might be able to hit up uh, for some Energizer AA batteries this well, holiday season. Just so you know, it's probably the annoying D-volt or 9-volt <laughs> batteries that you can't find anywhere. So. And I will say that even though this is clearly not from the 80s because it is about a movie that came out this year or is branded for a movie that came out this year, it looks like it does match the Mall Madness branding. (laughs) It does. Yeah. A lot of of pink going on tonight. (laughs) Shall I serve you another gift? Please do. What are we tied? One to one, Adam? It's not quite how score works, but we'll, we'll call it one to one. Wow. So the next one is coming your way. And believe it or not, this is part of a two-part gift. Oh, all right. So the first part is a classic Viewmaster that you all may remember from 90s lore. Mm. And in accompaniment, there is the classic Viewmaster United States Travel Hawaii State Tour Series. So it seems like another collector (laughs) item. And it seems like uh, the person was trying to inspire a little tropical vibes during this (laughs) holiday season. Okay. All right. Adam, I have something ruminating for this yep. one. Um, so my thoughts on this, mainly because you said Hawaii, Ryan. I'm going with episode 68, virtual travel experience at Wonderless. The trend, I guess, is like the future of travel is the best way to describe it, like how this industry is going to respond to um, what has been happening these past eight months from just you know, COVID restrictions and quarantine to uh, just what the whole new travel experience is going to look like, both virtually, but also in person as well, kind of like what that hybrid blend will be. Um, what are you thinking, Adam? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it is uh, about the future of travel. And I think it's tied to that episode 68. Um, and uh, lab member, hmm, who, do we think, who do we think provided this one? I'm going to say Ella. Ella, okay. I'm going with Sean on this one, and I say that because solely because of his uh, travel to Mars posters that he has in his apartment. So, episode correct on both fronts. Nice. Scott, you actually elaborated a little bit more significantly on the trend than we would have accepted for an answer. So, it's actually <laughs> just virtual experience rather than the wholesale ah. change in the travel industry. Okay. But still, close. Love it. <laughs> and lastly... The lab member who gifted it was our very own Sean Ahern. Oh, nailed it. Wow. Got me. So, yeah, so Sean, what was the inspiration behind this and, and, and the trend? Yeah, I think this is a little bit of the recency effect because I know we've we've been talking a lot about the future of travel and, and what that looks like uh, lately and um, you know how consumers are going to respond in a post-COVID world. Like what, mm-hmm. what's really going to motivate people? What's going to move them into the future? So I thought, what better way to recognize this than the uh, the ultimate in immersive experiences circa <laughs> 1992 with the Viewmaster. And I recall, you know, kindergarten, preschool days, this thing being on every single table. The slides were probably a mess, but you put one in and you were instantly transported. And I remember being pretty mind blown with just that experience for the time. And obviously, we've come a long way. So um you know this year has been pretty interesting we've airbnb you know launching virtual travel experiences um 
Adam, you and I talked to Sheree Robinson earlier this year from Tastemakers Africa, who was planning to curate some similar experiences. So, you know, what does the future hold? I, I can tell you that I'm ready to get out of here as soon as I can and explore <laughs> the world, but that's one man's opinion. Um, so that's the, that's the inspiration. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. I think it's super interesting just because, you know, again, we, we talk about this a lot, but there's, there's gonna be a continuation of these hybrid blends and what does all these digital experiences now mean for, you know, the, the larger offline, um, travel experience and, and also like that consumer journey. I feel like there's now new stops along the way that in the past we didn't normally have, uh, but also opens up a lot of access to, um, individuals that are looking to try things out, explore, or, you know, maybe participate in something that they weren't able to, uh, previously yeah also i don't know who owns the viewmaster brand but someone should resurrect the viewmaster brand with vr content i'm just putting that out there <laughs> free idea <laughs> if you can acquire the, the viewmaster brand <laughs> awesome well sean thank you very much uh it's a fantastic gift all right gents we got another one coming your way a little bit in a smaller box than the other ones that you've received thus far this one is going to be the album from great rappers, E-40 and Too Short, History, Function, Music. Well, I know who this is from, um, though the rest of it, I'm a bit, I got to think on it <laughs> for a second. <laughs> hmm. hmm. E-40 and Too Short, History, Function, Music. Additional context for our listeners, the gentlemen, the rappers, are sitting in a club enjoying champagne in a VIP section. All right. as So the trend in the episode, I'm going with the most recent one, episode 94, the future of the experience economy. Lab member, I'm going with Christina. Hands down, all in uh, on that one. Adam, what are you what are you thinking? Okay, I'm going to go. I'm also going with Christina, and I'm going to go with episode 84, the digital future of street fashion. Oh. That's a good one, too. All right, Ryan, <laughs> tell us. So I can confirm that it was indeed Christina and her love of West Coast rap music. <laughs> However, the episode for this one was episode 69, the future of live events. And oh. the trend, more specifically, accelerated growth of live video and virtual events. I see. I should have went with my gut. I had it. I said it, <laughs> and I switched. Um, well, Christina, welcome back to Floor Nine. Uh, what a fantastic gift! Thank you. Uh, tell us about it. What was the inspiration? You're so welcome. Um, the inspiration was E40 and Too Short on Saturday are doing um, the last of a year long series of a uh, a show concert show that Swiss mm-hmm. Beats and Timbaland have been doing called Verses where two rappers come on, they battle and they, they sing or rap to 20 songs from their entire catalog and the population votes on who does a better job. But what's cool about it, other than being like Bay area rap is rounding (laughs) out the year, which I'm super excited about. I think one thing is that all of these artists have seen skyrocketing streaming numbers, skyrocketing mm-hmm. album sales on the back of it. So it's driving real attention. And then the second thing is their network, actually, which is a partner of ours, is the exclusive merchandise partner for the Versus shows. And so, okay. Adam, what you said about street fashion, um, it also could be that episode, which I didn't even think <laughs> about. 
Um, <laughs> and at the same time, those guys, I should have um, known better, but they're also dropping an album on the on Saturday to go along with wow. their versus show. So it's becoming like part of a 360 launch tactic for musicians now to get on versus. It's like the new billboard list or new rap caviar. So what was your including this gift in this podcast part of that that 360 promotional uh campaign? <laughs> yeah, they tapped me. <laughs> I wish I did text the E40's wife on a plane one time actually after he did these a year ago almost to the day. Um but no, I wish. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Do you think this plays into as well as what, what we've seen with TikTok and how that's been launching Billboard Top 100 hits um, as like a place for artists to go and essentially go to market with their new albums or songs? I think what you see with um, Steve Stout and United Masters taking a, a stake in TikTok is mm-hmm. speaks to the fact that TikTok is now a distribution channel in its own right. And I think um, it just makes it easier for songs to show up there and people creator song writers and artists and the like to monetize through a new channel. Totally. Yeah. So I will be having a watch party with my pod on Saturday night. We're getting like very Oakland food and making it a whole night. So that's awesome. And maybe others are too. Maybe it's not. (laughs) What is an example of an Oakland delicacy? I'm curious. Oh God, Brian! I think we're gonna get bake sale Betty's. Bake sale Betty's is a mm. fried chicken sandwich place that now makes mm. like hand pies and stuff. That's very Oakland. All right, so we're all hanging out with Christina on Saturday. Um, I'm in there, <laughs> Christina. Thank you so much for the gift. You're welcome. Uh, happy and, holidays. You know, happy holidays. Um, always a pleasure. Next up, we have some stress balls inbound your way. Not just one, though, a three-pack for all of that stress that you may have had throughout this year. And don't worry, it's fun for the whole family because it's perfect for kids and adults. Ah, <laughs> uh, stress ball. Okay. Wow. If you had given me a stress ball as a gift as a child, I would have been <laughs> really uh, confused. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do with it. I'd be like, why doesn't it bounce? Um, okay. I think I got this one. So I'm going with episode 58, the age, the age of anxiety featuring brain FM. Um, essentially that is also the trend. Uh, and for the lab member, I'm going to go with Ben. I feel like, I feel like this one's got Ben on him. All right. I'm also going with episode 58, the age of anxiety, because, uh, yeah, stress balls. And I'm going to go with uh, Richard. Bit of a differing opinion here on the lab member. And Scott, you've actually come out correct on this one. It is Ben, Look at but that. you both Nailed did get it. the trend and the episode correct. So congratulations. You guys are uh, knocking them back now. Look at that. Awesome. Well, Ben, welcome. Welcome to Floor 9. Uh, g- give us some background on the, on the gift of stress balls. Uh, you're welcome. Actually, it was for the <laughs> CES recap episode, not for Age of Anxiety. I'm just oh. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's safe to say we nailed this one <laughs> when we were yeah. writing. I can't, I can't believe that that was literally like 
No, okay, there was one more episode that came out before we went into quarantine. That would have been really insane if the last episode we did before quarantine was Age of Anxiety. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty wild. Um, so, I mean, the original trend totally undershot the amount of anxiety that we as a global society would be feeling over the course of this year. It was literally this whole year was just shock and awe. I mean, there's so many things that happened that would have been the signature story of any other year that just kind of got lost in the shuffle. I mean, there might be aliens and we might have contact with them, like murder hornets. I mean, (laughs) there's so much that happened that was just ultimately going to be a footnote about 2020. And I am not looking forward to, uh, to whatever film adaptation of this year or TV adaptation of this year <laughs> comes out because it's going to be very difficult to describe. But I hope we can say that it can't get much worse than 2020. And I hope that everything rebounds. And I do think that brands are going to have an important role to to play here because, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's clear that every single consumer, no matter what audience segment you are in, you've you've experienced some form of anxiety over the course of the past year. And it's going to uh to to be on the on brands to make sure that their messaging, the services that they're providing, the content that they're putting out is not adding to the anxiety that we had predicted at the beginning of the year, which was all about algorithmic recommendations and having too much content to to even wrap your head around um, and offer instead some form of either escapism or way to manage that stress going forward. So um, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I think if anything, if there's a silver lining, I think that it has um, created a society that is very passionate about and in tune to their values um, and so maybe going into 2021, we can transition from the age of anxiety to the age of accountability so that we can make sure we never have to live through a year like this again. I am on board for uh, 2021, the, the, the age of accountability. Ben, thank you so much for that gift uh, and, the, and those insights. And uh, here's to uh, 2021. Ryan, what is next? Do we have two left? We've got three left. Wow. Next one's coming your way now. It looks like a bit of a variety item. We've got 50 packs of assorted heirloom vegetable seeds, 20 plus varieties <laughs> of all seeds. So we've got some radishes, some pumpkins, peppers, tomatoes, beets, whole smorgasbord of the whole garden variety here. You know, Adam, what I just kind of forgot this entire time is that we can guess Ryan because uh, he definitely put one of these <laughs> things in there. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I he's on my mind. <laughs> um, 50 packs of assorted heirloom vegetable seeds. 20 plus varieties. Ooh, okay. Let's go take a look at our list here. I mean, seeds grow into things. <laughs> it's true. They do. If you guys uh, would like, I can give a clue. Oh, I would love a clue. Adam, are we in for a clue? Yeah. No, let's, 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 yes. I would say think a little bit more abstractly about the gift and the double meaning of words. Yeah. I must, I must, oh, 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 wait, wait. Are we talking about the future of startups here? And like seed funding? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Mm. Yeah, Future of Startups, episode 91. In. Um, and lab member? Lab. Uh, I'm going with Ella because she, she's been laughing a lot in the corner over here. <laughs> so Ella's my guess. And how about yourself, Adam? Uh, 
I'm gonna go Ryan because we were just talking about him, <laughs> well, and I feel like feel like you might go more abstract. <laughs> well, yes, indeed, it was me, and it was the future of startups, <laughs> and I figured I'd lean into the sustainability angle, given that I have a garden myself. So, oh. uh, yeah, just really want to talk about the future of startups, and mostly about the lack of seed funding that we saw this mm-hmm. year. Early stage investment was pretty much down across the board from both a monetary amount and also a number of companies that were invested in, where that kind of became a little paradoxical because you think in COVID, we'd see an overall investment decrease across the board from VC, but actually late stage received more money year over year than it did in 2019. So what we're seeing is a lot of uh, venture capitalists, you know, tending to their portfolio and uh, leading on to some of those more experienced brands that they have, as opposed to going out and seeking these new ventures. Well said. Um, I could comment more on it, but you kind of wrapped it up in and nailed it. And I would say if anybody else is looking for more insight on that, definitely go check out the episode with David Rosenthal from the acquired podcast. Um, has some great insights into how that whole landscape is shaping up and, uh, you know, what it'll be projected to go forward, uh, in 2021. Um, so Ryan, thank you for that gift. Of course. What's next for us. I think we're down to two people left here, right? Ella and Richard are the only other two. There are two more left. And the next one we got up is coming in a small envelope and it is an $88 Macy's gift card. Not not one hundred, not fifty, but eighty eight dollars. Well, is that a clue for the episode? So, so it's episode eighty eight, <laughs> the the holiday shopping, shopping trends. Trend. <laughs> so episode eighty eight, twenty twenty holiday shopping trends featuring Victoria Sakel from the Morning Consults. Do we think Ella or Richard? I'm going with Ella on this one. I feel like Richard's gift is going to be more abstract. I, I agree. I also think it is Ella. Really sorry to disappoint on your penultimate one, but it is in fact Richard with the eighty-eight dollar <laughs> Macy's gift card. So, Richard, I was expecting more from you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm all about subverting statistics. Yeah, with my with my lame gift card again. <laughs> but no, uh, I always associate Macy with holiday shopping for whatever reason. I think it's partially because they're Thanksgiving parade that kind of kick off this holiday shopping bonanza. But also, like, the branding of their color, like, red and white, mm-hmm. is, like, very Christmassy already. And also, the one year my mom was here, we went to Macy to do some holiday shopping. Yeah, so the 34th that. Street Macy's right across from our office is yeah. a classic holiday shopping setting. Absolutely, yeah. And one of the reasons I picked that episode is that I think that is a really interesting format for us to experiment with. Uh, we do a holiday shopping episode every year since we started Flonai. And this year we were lucky enough to get the people from Morning Council, which is a great uh, marketing research firm, to talk about their holiday shopping research to really dive into the, the latest data they have and the trend. And we actually got some new data from the Morning Council people just uh, yesterday, actually. Their latest data says 65% of Americans says the promising news about vaccine won't actually impact their holiday shopping. But there is a small, sizable minority, especially among Gen Zs. About 16% of them say the vaccine news will actually lead them to save a little bit on holiday shopping in preparation for when they can travel again and actually spend on experience. So... That tells me the recovery is coming, but it, it will be slower than many have anticipated. 
And it's one of those things that I, I just feel like when it, when it comes to holiday shopping, uh, it's always interesting to see how those how those trends come together because uh, it is such a big uh, important frame for like a, a lot of brands uh, and there's always a concern around you know how many people how much people will spend or won't spend um, and trying to understand that and knowing that the um, you know the appetite is still there especially during the holiday season I think is a positive sign for you know the the, the recovery that is um, ahead absolutely well Ryan do you want to fire up the last gift here I think I might know who it's from. I would hope. But I'm excited to see what it is. Well, the last <laughs> one's actually coming your way digitally. I got a couple of keys coming to your inbox. It's actually a year-long subscription to Evernote. That's coming to you, Adam. <laughs> Scott, you're just getting the one-month free trial that comes with this <laughs> year subscription that comes with it. <laughs> I feel like I know this one. I'm going to go with episode 85, The Future of Work, featuring Phil Libin from All Turtles and mm-hmm, formerly the founder and CEO of Evernote. And my lab member is Ella. Adam, thoughts? Yeah, I, I have to concur. It's uh, episode 85, and it's obviously Ella. Well, Ella, since there's a <laughs> novella mystery here, care to chime in? First off, like, Scott, the way that you presented that was like how you play Clue or Cluedo or whatever you call it over here. Well, this is sort of a game show, so. There you go. One of the things I've found most interesting, I think, ongoing conversations this year has been the future of work and what that really entails, partly because it is still so up in the air. There's, like, everything has pretty much changed, but there's still no real consensus. There's so many ways that it could still go. Um, But, like, with new technologies coming out to really figure out how we, like, work creatively together but remotely um I think it's really cool but personally something like and um Phil said this like really well was that like just the way we're going is is changing um and like the way we're working now is going to change our complete lifestyles like there's no point coming in listening like on my headphones on public transport to then sit in an office where I'm just going to listen to my headphones until I have to fight over a conference room um like there's no Point to that and so like it will essentially change not only like how we work but how we live and we're seeing that as people like move to cities we're seeing that um as you know digital nomads kind of we're talking about that a bit more which I think is really interesting working in other countries working in other places having just very different life experiences so I'm hoping the future of work is definitely going to go more that way um than back to to how it was previously so it seems like in 2021, Ella's putting in an early request to work from Hawaii. Where? Where's the? Uh... <laughs> I haven't been to Hawaii. Actually, would love to do Iceland. Iceland. All right. We have an office there, right? Yeah. Who has an office there? It's pretty close to Staten Island, I think. <laughs> I think we're all really excited to see how this uh, sort of new world of work plays out once we're able to move around a little more freely once uh you know the vaccines are widely rolled out and it's travel is uh starts to come back to normal i think next summer hopefully fingers crossed uh everyone you know largely a lot of us will be vaccinated and i think it's going to be a, a crazy time of uh, lots of people moving around and and rethinking some of their assumptions since we were forced to spend a year rethinking things in one way and now that you know i don't you know i, I don't think things are going to snap back to the way they were i think we're going to find some new hybrid version of that and i think that's something we'll be talking about a lot in 2021 uh look out for some discussion of that in the 2021 outlook yeah absolutely 
My big question is all about office space. What does that space become? And I'm I'm fully in the, in the boat of like a creative workspace, a place that you travel to to be creative in a group environment, uh, to be together, you know, for important meetings, maybe with clients. But the traditional, you know, nine to five, sit at a desk. I feel like is um is breaking or broken. Well, the other great thing about that is like from a sustainability perspective, um, you know, our CO2 emissions have gone right down in part because we don't have these huge office buildings that are pretty much like lights on, air conditioning on, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's less uh, overall like transportation. So everyone's like staying at home. So, you know, benefits for everyone. <laughs> Absolutely. And who knows? 2021 might be the year of WeWork, a comeback like we've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> But all right. Well, Ella, thank you for that gift. Um, That's fantastic. And uh, we're excited to see how it all plays out in 2021. Well, Ryan, I think with that, Adam, with that, the rest of the lab team here, thank you. I mean, I think that's a wrap on this year's Floor 9 Holiday Special. I already forgot the name of it. What what do we call this thing? Trends (laughs) you'll love. Trends you'll love. You You love. Why you, Soldier Boy. (laughs) You. Trends You'll Love, a Floor 9 holiday event uh, featuring the entire lab team. Uh, So thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you to the lab team. Uh, And we're excited to be back in 2021 with fresh new content coming off of the heels of whatever a virtual CES is going to be like. So everybody stay tuned for that. Um, Adam, Ryan, anything else to say as we sign off here? Thanks for having me and happy holidays. We will see you on the virtual CES show floor. Fantastic. Thanks, everybody. Happy holidays.